0: Welcome to the PA Sprint Series podcast, where we talk about race saver sprint cars and showcase the drivers, teams, and history of the most competitive sprint car series in the country. I'm Stephanie Dodson, former driver and current announcer for the series, and I'm joined by Rod Ort, regional director. Coming up on this show, we'll again quickly review race results from other race saver series, highlight some of the PA Sprint Series drivers, and talk with guest Jeff Gijas, driver and general manager of mass for the mid-atlantic sprint series that have races scheduled in new jersey delaware and pennsylvania welcome to the show we're at the part of the show where we'd like to recap what's been going on the past weekend and joining us frank berman who has taken on that task of researching all the other series so Frank, what do you have for us this week?
1: Well, oh, thank you, Stephanie and Rod. Uh, picked up a little bit, a few more races over the holiday weekend. Our neighbors to the west, the Laurel Highlands Sprint Series and the Allegheny Sprint Tour, both were running on Friday night last week. Laurel Highlands was at Bedford Speedway, and Josh Spicer picked up the win there over Ryan Lynn, Roger Irvine, Ray Sheets, and Scott Lutz, so some pretty uh, familiar names to regulars uh, at pass races. In fact, Josh is among the entries uh, right now this weekend for Sealands Grove. Out at the Allegheny Sprint Tour, they had picked up a date for Lernerville Speedway on Friday night. And Greg Debroski took the win there over Jacob Gamola. And in third place uh, was our own traveler, Derek Houck, who went out to Lernerville and picked up a nice finish there. The Virginia Sprint Series ran its first race in Virginia. They had run in North Carolina and Maryland. Uh, they were at Larry King Law's Langley Speedway in Hampton, Virginia, on Saturday night. And Bill Rice was the winner there over Gerald Harris, Mike Laras, Mike Keaton, and Darren Bolak. And coming in 8th was past regular Erin Statler. So glad to see Erin really getting a road trip in last weekend. That's pretty
0: cool. I think she actually has a pavement win in her past. Oh.
1: Well, I don't know. You know, Maybe it's it's also July 4th. It's a good chance to go to the beach and get a race in at the same time. That's true. So the uh, neither the Mid-Atlantic Sprint Series nor the Carolina Sprint Tour raced last weekend. Uh, Mass is scheduled to open its season this weekend at New Egypt Speedway on Saturday night. Uh, The news from down in Carolina, I had mentioned last week that the Carolina Sprint Tour really, at this point, did not have a race scheduled at all in July. They now have one. They picked up a race on July 25th at Friendship Speedway in Elkin. This will be the first time that tour has ever run at Friendship, and that will be their next scheduled race. So, um, Elsewhere in the U.S., I want to cover one omission I had last week. I went when I was doing the results last week, I went by the sprint tours that because Eagle Raceway in Nebraska, which uh, shares ownership with the series, uh, is not part of a tour. They, uh, run, okay. they run every week, run uh, race saver sprints as part of the regular weekly show. And uh, I had said, figuring they hadn't run because the Nebraska sprint tour had not run anywhere yet. But it turns out uh, by the... By now, they've now run five races this year, and they did run last weekend, and driver Trevor Grossenbacher was the winner at Eagle over Jason Danley and Tyler Druck. So uh, we'll catch up with, with the Eagle Raceway folks. Yeah. Elsewhere in um, Race Saver Sprint Racing, the Ohio Thunder Series was at 35 Raceway Park in Frankfurt, where Justin Clark, who's run with us, was the winner over Kyle Kruger and Jake Hessen. The Indiana Race Saver Sprints were at Lincoln Park Speedway, and Ethan Barrow took the win there over Andy Bradley and John Painter Jr. The United Rebel Sprint Series had two races. They were at Dodge City Raceway on uh, Thursday night. Brett Becker won over Kyler Johnson and Zach Blurton there. And on Saturday, they had that race. We mentioned last week, first time ever for sprint cars at the Jefferson County Speedway in Fairbury, and Jake, uh, excuse me, um, yeah, Jake Buback was the winner there over Stuart Snyder and Zach Blurton. The Southern United Sprints uh, were at 105 Speedway in Cleveland, Texas on Saturday night, where Daniel King was the winner over Isaiah Garcia and Rod Craddock. And the Texas Sprint Series was at Boyd Raceway in Texas on Friday night, and Logan Sherb was the winner in that race. Sprint Series of Oklahoma saw Steve Shibester take a win at Lawton Speedway on Saturday night. And the Sprint Series of Nebraska did get underway with a couple of races, U.S. 30 Speedway in Columbus on um Friday night and Blake Robertson, who we talked about last week, is the guy who raced in Kansas one week and California the next. Uh, He was in Nebraska last week, and he was the winner on the Friday night race over Jason Daly and Stuart Snyder. Then uh, the next night, excuse me, that was Thursday. Then on Friday night, they ran at US 36 Speedway in Missouri, and Joey Danley was the winner in that one. Uh, Minnesota Sprint Series has another weekend to go before its opener, and the uh, Western IMCA Race Savers are still working with California's restrictions on the for the coronavirus and hoping to get their season underway July the 18th. Uh, and I found one other track that I didn't know about that apparently was not part of a, a series, uh, but does run some special events with the Race Savers, and that's West Lubbock Raceway in Lubbock, Texas. And uh, they had a couple of races last weekend and Lauren Wofford was the winner in both of those. So hmm. uh, as you see a couple more people starting to crank up this weekend, I think by uh, another week or two, we should have all the race saver series underway and um, that'll then the points will start meaning something as well. Like Rod said, once people start getting toward that maximum number of, uh, of shows. yeah. So that's what we got.
2: Yeah. It's going to be hard to, gonna be hard to build up those numbers, especially starting in July. Good to see. they got some racing underway in, uh, in Nebraska. Then, you know, back here, you know, Hagerstown promptly got shut down, uh, following having that speed week race. I'm not sure, um, you know, what the future of that holds. So still, still a little up and down with, um, you know, getting racing and, and, um, you know, then, Um, hopefully not too much getting stopped racing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, thanks, Frank. That, that was, uh. My pleasure. Very thorough. See you next week. Mm
0: -hmm. Sounds good. And thanks to Frank for all that information from across the country. And now, uh, Rod, I thought we could highlight some of what's going on with the PA Sprint Series. Um, so, uh, this past Saturday, we were at Lincoln Speedway for the first of two times that we're scheduled to be there this year. Um, yeah, you got
2: a, you got a dose of that, huh? Um, I was away and, and, um, you got to run literally everything, uh, lineups, and uh, something we're not normally not doing, all that stuff. So <laughs> thanks. Yeah, to you. I
0: kind of take that for granted, you know, the tracks, uh, really do a nice job of you know, helping or, you know, running, you know, pill draw lineups, that sort of thing on a regular basis. But Lincoln uh, had a lot of their regular employees missing due to speed week, they were up at Port Royal. And, you know, Jerry Parrish uh, was at Lincoln running things. And, you know, I have to say he was super flexible, super welcoming, uh, super easy to work with. So, you know, it it really, while it was a little stressful for me, I think, you know, people were pretty patient with me. And, Overall, it was a good experience.
2: Yeah, you got to figure it's almost two years since we were there before. It's a different ownership. A lot of the regular people were away. You know, one of the things with the uh, volunteer staff that we have is that, you know, when we come in the door, we're we're following their rules. So, you know, pill draw, lineups, all that stuff. And you know, when they throw you the extra curveball, saying, "Oh, by the way, um, the people that normally don't do it,", um, it it's uh, it's uh, can be a little a little challenging for sure
0: yeah but for the most part you know the the night seemed to go smoothly um and john walp had a strong run uh he was a hard charger the hoosier tire mid-atlantic uh award winner from 22nd up to 10th um and garrett bard picked up his third win i believe of the season but man it was a nail biter it came down you know right to the last lap um Doug Dotson and Dave Brown were both in the mix there on that last lap, um, making an exciting finish.
2: Uh, yeah, that, uh, definitely. Definitely was, uh, was exciting to watch. As I said before, it was really neat. Um, I think great, great racing all around. Um, I'm happy that our car finally finished and Jeremy got a uh, top four finish. Um, you know, he worked hard to get some sponsors because we have no money this year and and it um, meant a lot to him to do well, especially at Lincoln. That's close to home for, for him and a lot of his family and stuff. So um, yeah. we, we were definitely happy with the night. I'm sure you guys were, were happy, like to pick up that win. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, the excitement, another exciting race Doug is involved with.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Jeremy I, was the only driver in attendance uh, on Saturday that had already won at Lincoln. He had two uh, Lincoln wins there. So he seems to like that place.
2: Yeah. I told, I sent you a message that night, uh, for you to announce that the car owner had two wins there. I was the first. I didn't
0: get, I didn't get that message. I don't (laughs) remember that message.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I thought I sent you a text, but, uh, always, uh, was a good track for me for, for whatever reason. Um, um, but, uh, and Jeremy really likes he has some wins there before, but, you know, some of our, um, you know, heavy hitters, you know, vacation, holiday, whatever we, you know, uh, uh, Rumsey is away, Duke, uh, Nick Swigert, um, you know, we we'll expect to see them back this week. Um, you know, sort of, sort of on the other side, sort of some negative news there with Hagerstown being closed for indefinitely because of, um, you know, concerns with the COVID. So,
3: yeah. you know,
2: we're hoping that our um, our freedom doesn't take a, uh, a different direction here um, with uh, being able to go race this summer. But, you know closely monitoring uh, how how everything is going, and hope hope we can keep you know Knoxville nationals are canceled so mm-hmm. um it's going to be an interesting summer hope we keep going it
0: right absolutely um well i think I think that's all we have uh as far as this week goes, and you know um let's go check in with our guest this week. um uh, we have Jeff guy just coming up sounds good. guest is uh, general manager of the Mid Atlantic Sprint Series, and that is Jeff Geiges. Uh Jeff, thanks for joining us.
3: Thanks, pleasure to be on here.
0: Now, Jeff, just before um, just before you came on the show, we were kind of uh, discussing the setup of the whole Mid Atlantic Sprint Series. It's kind of changed over the years, and you know, you're you were a driver in the series kind of before it became the Mid Atlantic Sprint Series, and then you know, also running the series with you is, um, the Wagners, uh, Eddie Wagner, who's also a driver's now the region, regional director. Can you tell us a little bit more about how mid Atlantic is set up? Cause I know there's a lot of family involvement there.
3: Yeah, it's kind of a, a unique opportunity that fell together. Um, Eddie and myself, uh, kind of took it on ourselves to start this and, uh, pushed our wives in and uh gladly they're kind of the backbone uh they do a lot of the hard work and uh, eddie and i kind of just talk and try to get things organized but um both our wives Lindsay and uh, eddie's wife erica um they do a lot of the pr work and a lot of the work right at the track um including is uh eddie's sister uh taylor she's our um miss mid-atlantic so She's the one that goes around and tries to hand stuff out and mm-hmm. takes pictures with everybody and down in victory lane. Um, then we have a bunch of officials. Um, you know, we started out with a different group. It shifts from time to time. But our, uh, our tech inspector is Harris Cohen, and uh, he's been with us since the start. And he's actually been with the region since 2010, um, mm-hmm. you know, racing uh, along with us and then uh, learned and met French. and. Learned how to tech with French and Joe Granadetti, the previous director.
2: Yeah, and um, we got get together a lot with uh, with Dave. Uh, we talked back and forth a lot about tech. Yeah, and yeah. I do want to mention, you know, uh, Eric and Lindsay do a really good job. They the kind of the culture with uh, the whole series down there is a lot of fun, great exposure, real professional. Um, you know, really really do a good job um with with their end of the deal for sure
3: i'm sure they will gladly uh take that appreciation <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're kind of the heart and soul of what's going on over there that's for sure
2: absolutely
0: Now, what is it like for? I mean, I don't know if maybe you can just talk for you or for you and Eddie as well. But you know, as you're not only kind of running the series, you're also racing in it. You know, um, how I'm sure that's like an additional stress. Do you ever feel like you know there's some nights where you might have to take a night off because you feel like there's too much going on? You know, with the series or you know what kind of stuff goes through your head as both a, a racer and the general manager
3: frustration weekly <laughs> um you know and eddie and i both echoed that if we can't race why are we going to you know really kind of dive deep into the series at the same time Correct. we really want a place to run our race saver 305s in our local area because we really stand behind race saver and uh, theory behind it so we're like all right we think we can make this work obviously back to the wives you know um mm-hmm. we're they take a brunt of it, but it's been it's been stressful. Eddie and I, uh, Erica and Lindsay and I, we've kind of shifted duties um, a lot over the years, you know, um, and we bounce off each other, um, and then you know the support at the track as well. So um, in the beginning, when we first started, we had a bunch of track help, and we leaned on them as well, um, and it helped. But when it comes down to those immediate, crucial decisions. Um, Eddie and I will jump back in and it's uncomfortable at times we want to be competitors on race day and there's times we can't and we got to take care of little fires and it gets frustrating and then completely realizing the amount of work that has to go into this is pretty ridiculous (laughs) and um, you know I I don't think I don't know how it's feasible without extra support and then learning how we should appreciate the people behind the scenes really
2: kind of changed it yeah it's a lot Uh, like a lot lot, compared kind of the little league or or maybe the circus um (laughs) you know um you you really can't have people that are are dedicated to it without having people that are involved in it i i got out of driving because i was not that good at it and too old but um (laughs) you know one of the things that Got my crew frustrated was you know that you pull into pits and somebody's hanging in your your roll cage saying you know hey so and so have a problem or this or that so I you know you realize the struggle there but it's just essential to have people that that are involved and it and care about it and you know as as Stephanie has learned you know being involved involved herself with her husband um, you know you sometimes you got to bite your tongue or you got to you know be careful in a certain way and and be considerate the same way you're you're telling your drivers to be considerate to other people yeah
3: Yeah, it's an interesting balance
0: um what's um but what's so cool though i think is that you've also um have been really successful yet so even with that added stress um i know last year you had a win or two in delaware uh, at one point you were leading the Delaware, you guys split it into, you know, different States points. Um, how did that end up for
3: you? Racing wise. So we, um, we have, a, he's two now. We, we had a, we had a child, uh, a little while ago. Um, yeah,
0: congrats.
3: Thank you. And, um, we decided to take back on racing and actually not race as much, Okay. So um, I think we only raced 12 times last year and obviously we still went to the track. Most nights mm-hmm. um, did work as an official a couple of nights too, which is high opening as well. Um, but the racing actually for us as the race team was excellent. Uh, we had a, a bunch of wins. Um, we won the Delaware championship and uh, quite, quite happy about that. So we won Two at Bridgeport, one on the big track, uh, five-eighths, and one on the three-eighths, and then one at Georgetown, Delaware, another one at US-13, and the car's great.
2: We wow. didn't do anything
3: to it this year <laughs> other than powder coat it, so the motor's three years old now, and we're just going to try it again this year, so that worked out well.
0: And that's what's great about this class, is that you can do that with the engines as well.
3: Yeah, Absolutely. Well-
0: Congratulations. That sounds, I mean, even though you didn't race much, you certainly um, made the ones that you were in, you know, worth it, I guess to say. Um, Now, how do you, so Bridgeport looks pretty exciting this year. Um, And do you guys have some shows there?
3: So we have, I got to double check, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's three shows coming from Bridgeport. So um, August nineteenth on a Sunday um, will be our first time on the new high banks, and I don't know if you guys seen some clips, but I saw some videos.
0: Yeah, it looks really fun.
3: Yeah. Um, So Doug Rose took over the property last year, um, revamped it, made it a fourth tenth of a mile, I think it is, and he put some serious banking into it. It's actually even bigger than uh, like Grandview is um and it flattens out on the straightaway so everybody gets a run. We have had a couple teams out of practice and uh nothing but positive reviews on it. So we're really excited for it. We're really excited for the new blood in there and um you know extra racing of course.
0: Absolutely. You guys, I think uh Mid-Atlantic Sprint Series, I think I calculated uh missed 9 races so far because of the COVID. Um yeah, but You know, you you had eight on the schedule. I didn't know. Do you think that there will be any added shows in there? Or do you think you're just kind of going to stick to what's there?
3: I think we're going to stick to what's here. Um, We talked with uh, Delaware, Bridgeport, and New Egypt. And, you know, I think we all have seen what happened over the last two months. It's one day you hear something and you hope... Mm -hmm you're gonna get an answer and maybe an extra race and then a week goes by and nothing changes. So I believe we're sticking to the schedule and if something does pop up, we'll gladly add it. But um, right now, it's kind of sticking to the schedule and both New Egypt and Bridgeport um, aren't gonna add any races. Delaware, it sounds like they may have a show towards later of the year, but I'm not sure it's gonna end up.
0: Okay. So what does the rest of your schedule look like then? Will you, will you guys still be separating up the different states into the different like points championships? Or is it kind of just one Mid-Atlantic Sprint Series points or no points at all? Like what are you thinking about?
3: So uh, we're not splitting for states this year. Um, so that was, that was pretty cool last year. Uh, we got some extra sponsors involved. And uh, to to help with the funds for that. Um, this year kind of really wasn't working. We were trying to get a bigger points fund. But um, just, you know, mm-hmm. it happened? Um, so we've been talking and Erica actually came up with an idea and the extra help from some sponsors that there was a little extra capital. And um, they said, just put it to whatever whatever use we want. So we think we're just going to do kind of like a COVID cup. Oh, um, <laughs> well, that's cool. That's, a, that's yeah. creative. Uh, erica erica turned that one but um i think out of the seven possible points races we'll make maybe six if you make six shows we'll put some extra money up and then if you make all the shows maybe we'll throw some money in but nothing's kind of set in stone Mm -hmm. we hope um this weekend we'll we'll have a good conversation with all the teams at new egypt because our first race is coming up and we'll get their points of view um you know our, our our racers are pretty pretty Awesome, how tight we are, and um, you know we try to really get them involved in making the decisions, and uh, you know trying to trying to come up with some ideas and get their approval on it. So
2: let's see what they say. Yeah, how many uh, how many rookies do you have coming in this year?
3: So I think we have six. Um, I think you've seen two of them, maybe three of them come through, which is great. They're getting they're getting get
2: experience.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, I think we have six fresh rookies coming in.
2: Nice. Yeah, that's good. We had quite a few as well. And I think with the excitement, well, at least the excitement for, you know, now it's in July, so it kind of got delayed. But, you know, I'm sure that the teams down there are uh, having a lot of excitement for what's what's coming up this year.
3: Yeah. Now you guys put on uh, – how many shows did you guys run? About six, right?
2: Yeah, I think we're on I six.
0: think, yeah, six or seven. I mean, I think six weekends, maybe seven shows.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. That's awesome. That's good.
0: Yeah, we've been very fortunate, I think, you know, compared to other parts of the country. Um, But I think it's really cool how everybody's kind of being creative and I like your idea for the remaining part of your season.
3: (laughs) Thanks. I'll let Erica know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Jeff, and, you know, getting us up to speed with what's happening in Mid-Atlantic and, you know, it's you're our one of our neighboring series, so it's always great to check in.
2: Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you. Uh, uh, when we got a, I think a couple of co-sanctioned races at BAPs, so um, looking forward. Yeah. To seeing you, I think um, in. Uh, I didn't even check, but I think it was uh, late July or August where it's the first one. So, um, yeah, good luck with uh, your your season coming up, uh, both driving and managing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And, you know,
3: I really appreciate the, the candor back and forth between the two series. You know, it's really kind of what we like about Race Saver. You know, the rules are are pretty steadfast and our guys can go from here to there. And, uh, you know, we really tried to set an example from you guys, you know, where you took a lot of your ideas and just kind of fed it through. Um, and we appreciate it. And I know the drivers do, too. Yeah. Well,
0: well thank
2: you. Uh, it's it's uh, been a been a great relationship and um it's it's fun to have uh, people back and forth. So, yeah, cool.
0: Rod, it was nice to catch up with Jeff Geiger's and, you know, unfortunately they lost a lot of their shows, but you know, they do a really nice job of promoting the series um and staying connected with us in the Mid-Atlantic Sprint Series. So it was nice to check in with them.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was cool to have a little bit of insight from from Jeff, and it's exciting to see that they're finally getting to go racing. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about a title for the show, and is it, you know, is it Christmas or X Mass in July? You know, uh, finally getting their first race in July has got to be, uh, you know, grueling for them um, yeah.
0: but that bridgeport the new configuration for uh, Bridgeport looks pretty exciting and there's new clay at New Egypt so I think there's going to be some fun racing there for them
2: yeah and they got a lot of interest in and in some rookies uh, new teams coming in so um, you know although it's a shortened season I think I think uh, that'll be neat um, we're uh, uh, back up to Sealands Grove this week um, Seems like uh, we're, we're, we're at Sealands Grove a bunch, and we've had some pretty good races there. So we're looking forward to Sealands Grove this weekend. Um, I guess, uh, and I'll be there. Uh, so.
0: Not at the lake this time.
2: <laughs> yeah, all right. So with that, uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. And thanks for letting us come out to play.